Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project Morning Coffee with Vince Taglivia. Live every Monday through Friday, typically at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. Today, something came up. I apologize, but I did not want to go without a show. So here we are an hour later, 9.30 a.m. Pacific time to talk about the news and events of the day on November 21st, Tuesday. Or I guess Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Beautiful day to be alive. We're coming up. It's uh, Thanksgiving week here in the States. Thursday's Thanksgiving, so everybody's kind of, I think, anticipating that and getting ready for that. They say we're supposed to have record travel again. Interesting there. I do not like, I do not travel during the holidays. It's one of my things. What worse way to enjoy a holiday than to travel all day? Sorry, I'm just, that's my opinion. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Coffee. We're just going to talk about some of the headlines and things here and get into it. Uh, I do want to say I apologize or we apologize for last night's Daily Dose not being available on Rumble. We're going to get that uploaded again and back up there. Uh, I was working on that a little this morning and we'll uh, we'll get that back up there. It was a great, great, great show. I absolutely loved it. We had a special guest on uh, and we'll get all that information out there if you missed it so you can rewatch it. It was fantastic. All right. Anyway, just wanted to let you know that it was technical difficulties on Rumble's end all day yesterday. So that's uh, the, the uh, I think what what happened. I don't know. Anyway, let's get into things here. Good morning, Lori. Good to see you. And Nate, Odi, Odi, O, Jesus, and Peeny, P. I don't know. Your names are hard, but good to see you all. FMB Poonslayer. Let's get right into things. Why don't we? Shall we? Let's just start here. We're going to talk health, which is what we talked last night. And it's extremely important. It was really great conversation, though. I learned a lot. And it's a very important thing. And we're going to start with a uh, a controversial take here by an account on X called Inversionism. And I love this thread. And I wanted to read it to you all. And get your opinions. I think that uh, inversionism is onto something here. Inversionism wrote a controversial take, and this is what he says, or they say lactose intolerance doesn't exist, and it is instead pasteurization and homogenization intolerance in 99% of cases, with very, very few exceptions. I think I think I'm gonna stop there. I think that a lot of things can be said. Uh, this could be said for a lot of different ailments, per se. You could connect these ailments back to its different root cause. And we talked about this last night a little bit. We give all these, we have all these diagnoses and all this, and a pill for every ill that don't actually address the problem. But when you address the problem, you start to realize that. Oh, bear with me. I have lost connection. I am uh, waiting on a reconnection here, I think. Let's see here. Good googly moogly. I I think I'm back. I apologize for that, everybody. 
Anyway, a pill for every ill doesn't address the issue. And what I had said before I was rudely interrupted, um, I think having all these diagnoses can be misleading and they don't actually, I think they kind of take your mind off of the actual root cause and push you towards these pills. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But inversionism continues and says the current mainstream argument you often hear about why humans shouldn't be drinking milk is that we don't have a gene for the production of lactase and or lose it after we are infants off of breastfeeding off of breastfeeding and i'm here to tell you that the gene is not responsible for your digestive system's ability to digest lactose and it's just an adaptation found in some ancestral lineages it's the bacteria in your gut that does the digesting of lactose which is coincidentally present in raw dairy in large quantities especially fermented dairy like kefir or kefir this same bacteria is present in breast milk because it is raw and facilitates the digestion of lactose. And it's the same for raw dairy from any animal, which is why, which all contain lactobacilli or lactobacilli and other strains that digest the lactose for you and create the enzymes like lactase. So he continues. Pasteurized milk does not have this bacteria due to it being killed by heat, which the government argues is for your safety, when in reality it's more for the extension of shelf life and profitability, as well as ensuring the large dairy producer middleman doing the pasteurization is getting their cut of the profits that they've invested a lot of money in lobbying for. Raw milk is direct from farmer to consumer and cuts them out entirely. So obviously it's in their best interest to bribe the FDA and regulatory officials to say it's unsafe, going after small farmers like the Amish for trying to sell it. By the way, this is really happening. The Amish are being um, issued search warrants and uh, all their facilities are being rifled through. It's true, it's happening. We saw this breaking last week and we've seen it more than that. They go on. As for why people get the runs when dairy with dairy from the store, some of that is due to the lack of good bacteria to digest lactose, but it's also because of homogenization of fats, making them very harsh on your gut and indigestible, making your body want to avoid it immediately, to avoid it immediately. Not only does raw dairy have the essential bacteria for digestion and clean fats, but it also has various components like lactoferrin and lactoperoxidase that ensure only healthy bacteria remain. Mucin and oligosaccharides that protect the strength of the gut lining and prevent permeability. Various immunological components that support your immune system being strong and resilient, along with lactoglobins and other cofactors that are responsible for carrying fat-soluble vitamins and other nutrients for proper absorption. When you heat milk over a certain temperature, much of the good stuff that makes it healthy is destroyed, altering its digestibility, ruining its immunological benefit, making the calcium much less bioavailable and likely inflammatory, and not providing any probiotic benefit to strengthen the gut, which is the root of a lot of disease, yes. Anyone that tells you human beings aren't supposed to drink milk or that they are lactose intolerant, please share with them the presentation in the comments and tell them to find some raw dairy with the milk finder. 
It's the most gut healing food on earth and will radically improve your health, especially if you ferment it into something like kefir, yogurt, or cheese from a raw state. Milk finder, huh? So that's just an interesting take on milk. I think uh, people need to be educated on. I don't drink milk because it's terrible. Uh, I think it's gross, just the production of it and all this. So raw milk, I would, yeah, I would get down with that. I definitely would. Let's see. Let's check out raw milk finder. Uh, you can enter your state. Let's see. I'm just curious here. Yeah. So if you go to realmilk.com, you can find real milk. Uh, raw milk, by the way, is illegal in many locations and states. Hmm, isn't that weird? And it's for your safety, folks. Yeah, that's believable. Uh, okay. I actually, we do have some. Okay. Well. All right, yeah, real milk. Interesting. I love it. Onward. Onward, onward. And I've heard I've heard this uh milk thing many times. I think it is a hundred percent true. Uh Neitenbach. We have a local grocery store that sells raw milk. It's sold as pet milk. Yeah, see, there's just they have to probably do that and People are, oh, you're drinking pet milk. You're so disgusting. What's wrong with you? Oh, shut up. Anyway. Uh, Oliver Stone and um, Bill Maher. Let's listen to this clip about the health industry. Certain people. So it worked. I've, I've taken it. I, I did too. And I, you know, and they, they really said, no, you can't take ivermectin and whatever and the other things. So it's, it's the law, the concept of authoritarian government that is really bothering me. And I think it bothers you. This authoritarian, yes, of course. Biden From, uh, saying, well, you know, we can take the vaccine, you, you know, and you have. Yes, that, that's one form of it. Um, I would say the form that Trump is threatening us with is even worse. And, and oh, which God. is what? Well, I mean, he doesn't oh, the whole concede thing. elections. You know, the elections only count oh, if we win are. theory of government. Uh, okay. Well, come on. You know Trump has... He still has not conceded the election. He has not conceded. He oh. he does not honor the... Okay, people. I mean, do you know for a fact that uh, he he lost? I'm just curious. Okay. You're going to make I, me... I, I, I just don't know all the facts because... Well, I do. About, is is wow. there a conspiracy theory you don't believe? Oh, come on, Bill. Uh, but... Oliver. You know, I'm in Bill, Bill, Bill. Is Bill this stupid? He's a good guy. Don't get me wrong, but uh, come on, Bill. Wake the hell up, man. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, but he was right about the ivermectin part. Um, ivermectin works. The media lied to you about ivermectin. Media has an authoritarian government that mandated vaccines. There's no evidence that Trump lost 2020. Everything we learned from this little short clip there. Oh, gosh. The biggest scam ever. We're still dealing with this, y'all. We're still dealing with this big scam. We have this article here. A Yale study exposes chronic, chronic symptoms people experience after receiving COVID-19 vaccines. Natural news covered this story. The study, which was partly funded by the U.S. National Institutes of Health, looked at those, quote, who report a severe debilitating chronic condition following COVID-19 vaccination. 
that started shortly after they got the jab and continued for a year or longer. According to the study, according to the study, patients reported experiencing a median of 22 symptoms. The highest number of symptoms experienced by an individual was 25, was 35. Whoa, 35 symptoms. Ridiculous. The, the most common symptoms among those studies were brain fog, neuropathy, excessive fatigue, numbness, and exercise intolerance. At least half of those studies reported experiencing symptoms such as burning sensations, insomnia, tinnitus, myalgia, headaches, and palpitations. Um, they talked about how terrible it was. And this is the scary thing about this. Uh, health is extremely important to be well-educated on which is why I do a lot of reading and listen to a lot of doctors and various opinions and, and, and work a lot on forming, forming my own habits and opinions to the best of my own personal ability and with the help of professionals as well. Um, because it's such a complex topic and even amongst those professionals, highly debated. I, I think we're getting to something though. I think we're getting closer to the truth of health along with the truth of everything else in this, in this movement. This is the concerning thing here. They have a section here called alleviating negative vaccine effects. And they wrote, according to the study, many people tried a variety of treatments to address their symptoms. Some of the most frequently reported treatments were probiotics, vitamins, and supplements, which is fantastic. These, these are great. Vitamins B12, D, and C were often mentioned. Okay. Most patients also turned to anti-inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen to deal with their symptoms. While around half of them took oral steroids such as dexamethasone. dexamethasone. Many people suffering side effects also tried to get relief from lifestyle changes. For example, 51% tried to limit their exertion or exercise. Wow. While 44% reduced their salt intake. Oh my gosh. And 44% eliminated caffeine or alcohol. Roughly 40% overall changed their diet in some way. So... This is the concerning thing. Many of these people took to other drugs from pharmaceutical companies. A pharmaceutical gave you AIDS, essentially. Pharmaceutical companies gave people AIDS, essentially. It seems to me, apparently, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but in my mind, that's just what I think. I don't know anything. I'm just a, a guy who put, turns the camera on in the morning. Um, but they're taking ibuprofen, they're taking antibiotics or st oral steroids rather. And I don't know the effectiveness or the dangers of this oral steroid. I do know a little bit about the dangers of ibuprofen and drugs like that. And I think that in my mind, that's more detrimental to their health. I think that they're going down this now, this spiral of, of just uh, this never ending pharmaceutical binge. But then you have a lot of people, half of them or so, wake up and they're saying, okay, I'm going to take vitamins and I kind of understand how the immune system works. I'm going to try to give my body what it needs to function right. This one, I don't know. So people, um, one lifestyle change that they talk about here is limiting their exertion or exercise. And with COVID vaccine injury, we've seen often, well, obviously people dropping dead from uh Heart, heart attacks and clogged arteries um, and this type of stuff. And oftentimes it's during exertion or cardio or exercise. Um, a, lot of, a lot of young, healthy athletes, for example. So maybe, and I don't know the best 
cures for this. I apologize. There's a lot of protocols out there and all that. I do not know. I would assume it. There's many things you can do, but um, I'm not the one to tell you to that. You got to talk to talk to the professional doctors out there who study that and work on it and have experience. But there are uh, different people. I've heard different things. Anyway, I don't know if it's a good idea to stop exercising or not if you uh, are uh, compromised in this way. But people are doing it. I know in general, under good, healthy circumstances, it's not good to limit your exertion or exercise to a point. You need to stay active in order to keep a healthy system. So that's concerning. A lot of people, 51%, tried to limit their exertion or exercise. Maybe because they were sick. You know, and that makes sense. But um, a lot of people argue you should keep moving when you're sick. And it helps you get better. Say, how about that one? Uh, it says here 44% reduced their salt intake. Now, salt, that's an interesting one. That There's a lot of common misconceptions about salt, too. Oh, and I, I, I joined this group on Facebook yesterday, uh, last night, and they talked about GMO foods, and I think it's like a GMO food group. And there's a lot of bad information out there. Uh, somebody posted a picture of a, a can of soup or something, and it was marketed as low sodium and all this, and non-GMO or whatever, or they did their research and found out it wasn't GMO, but it's low sodium and blah, blah, blah. I, these That's like one of the biggest scams out there, and it's true. You eat some table salt, yeah, your cholesterol is going to go up or whatever. You're going to be unhealthy eating unhealthy metallic salts, like tables, table salt. But the idea, people reducing their salt intake, it's I don't think that's, in my opinion, it's not something I would be interested in doing, as a matter of fact. I think most people are probably deficient and probably need more good, healthy salts, good, real, real, real salt. That's not processed and uh, taken, taken apart and uh, added to like with aluminum and stuff. Uh, so that's interesting and it's great. 44% eliminated caffeine or alcohol. Cool. Um, it's just interesting. You know, I feel I feel sympathy for all these people out there that are just blind to all these, these, this health stuff. And, um, it's hard to red pill somebody on health. It's the last thing people want to talk about. Um, the last thing anybody wants to hear is your advice on what they should be doing or what you would do in a certain situation. Honestly, it is. Cause I've tried it. It's obvious. Uh, once in a while, there's people out there you can have good conversations with and and you can get places. But um, it's coming down to doctors need to step up and do their jobs and, and start really thinking about what's going on here and make a decision, which many doctors have made. And we talk to a lot of these doctors. They have great intentions and all the best uh, intentions. And they do great research and actually care about health. But many out there are just turning a blind eye. Well, this is how the system is. It should be uh, ethical, right? How could the whole system be unethical? I'm just going to pretend that it is. And that's how they go about it. But we need something big. We need more people to wake up that have this authority and can actually not take advantage of it or be victims of this corrupt healthcare, health, can I call it healthcare uh, scam system? Anyway, it gets me, man. 
It's messed up. This is people's livelihoods we're talking about. This is people's lives. Grits is looking for Celtic salt. You could order it online, Grits. Stop the sugar, Lord Mad Dog says. Lord Mad Dog, fake sweeteners even more. There, you know, yeah, stop the sugar. Absolutely, I agree with that. And it will, you know, talk about brain fog and fatigue and all this bullshit inflammation going away. Absolutely, I believe in that 100%. That's real. Artificial sweeteners, though, is debatable because you know what? I like. I cut out sugar, and I like a special treat once in a while. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It keeps me sane. I, I like, uh, you know, hot beverages. I like coffee. I like teas. Um, and when you're not eating sugar day in and day out, or maybe you'll have some, like, strawberries once in a while or some blueberries or blackberries, some low-sugar uh, fruit, which is not as bad because it has – it's easier. It's more easy. It's easier to digest. Anyway, and it doesn't have that much sugar. But um, fake sweeteners. There are terrible fake sweeteners. There are better fake sweeteners. People talk about monk fruit as an alternative. Stevia is a popular one. Uh, there's different ones. And I have artificial sweetener like once a week, twice a week or less. Sometimes maybe once every other week in like a beverage one small like eight ounce beverage because it's just you know it's okay you know everything in moderation including moderation is kind of my motto uh you know 90 percent of the time or 99 percent of the time i'm gonna stay healthy i'm gonna eat clean but at the same time i might like this holiday season i might go out on a limb and have a dessert or something it's not like you have to ruin your entire life uh so yeah so road dog says eat cane sugar and i've heard that argument that the natural sugar is a little bit easier to process and everything something along those lines compared to this other other sugars out there other products and and different things that they use to sweeten artificial sweeteners and stuff but i don't know it's a highly debatable thing you got to find your own personal road and that's part of this process. Nobody has all the answers, folks. I'm just kind of telling you my thoughts on this. It just I'm not a doctor or anything. I'm just a normal Joe, average Joe. Uh, we've got good news from Iceland regarding uh, Iceland regarding the COVID injections. They've been discontinued. COVID injections discontinued in Iceland. Uh, the expose put an article out on this at, that uh, in early October. A conference titled Let the Science Speak was held in Iceland, and speakers at that conference talked about COVID injections and the harms to the world, um, COVID injections harms, and the World Health Organization's power grab. Uh, Sasha Lat Latipova was one of the six speakers, and the video is on expose-news.com. Um, but the, Iceland, uh, the Icelandic government quietly, very, very quietly, removes the COVID vaccines. Um, Sasha Latipova says, there have been a large increase in respiratory infections recently, according to uh, RAG, I don't know how to pronounce this name, according to ROE, Director of Nursing at the Capital Region Health Services. They go on. And... Uh, they get it actually taken out. They get the they get it canceled. That's fantastic news. There's a new 
documentary out there. I want to watch this. I haven't yet. LifeSite News uh, reported it, and I was kind of excited. I've got to get into this. Uh, Shot Dead movie. It's a movie called Shot Dead. It tells heartbreaking stories of youth who died after COVID vaccination. Ugh, this is going to be a heartbreaking one. It says here, parents who lost their children reveal the untold story of lives lost too young as a result as a result of the shots. So it's a movie detailing the tragic stories. Uh, I don't know if I could watch this. Shot Dead premieres November 9th, November 9th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So it's out. I don't know if I could watch this, but it's important for people to know this stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Summer says, I saw actual sugarcane sticks at my local HEB the other day. It was interesting because I've never seen that in a grocery store before. Sugarcane sticks. That's interesting. Yeah, once in a while, our grocery store will have some fresh stuff. They have like pickle pickling stuff and different fresh they have like some fresh produce and stuff that's good maybe i don't know it's interesting you know for a special treat try to go with the best wholesome ingredients you can or for any food for that matter try to get the source the best things you can that's hard for me being out uh away from the cities and stuff it's hard to find uh good quality stuff uh it's terrible very terrible, but you got to do your best with what you got. Uh, onward. Connecticut City rejects 5G, citing evidence of health risks. After being presented with evidence of wireless radiation's negative health impacts, the board representatives in Stamford, Connecticut, voted to reject an agreement that would have allowed telecommunications carriers to install 5G equipment. Huh. That's awesome. The city has an obligation to protect citizens. Uh, do cities and states have to accept the 5G rollout? Well, the wonderful thing about America is, no, we don't have to do anything. Uh, we're free to do whatever we please. We're going to keep it that way, too. 5G. Oh, gosh. The 5G rabbit hole. We could do a whole episode on 5G. Uh, and again, uh, just so you all know, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing Pfizer for defrauding public on COVID vaccines. And that's fantastic. These lawsuits are how we're going to get places. And we're seeing them pop up everywhere. These, these good lawsuits. Righteous lawsuits. These non-frivolous, advan uh, taking advantage of the corrupt system types of lawsuits. They're, they're real. They're good. And I hope they get somewhere. We had the CDC issuing a food safety alert for fruits linked to bacterial illness. Um, the U.S. CDC has issued food safety alert for several fruits linked to listeria outbreak. According to the CDC, uh, listeriosis is a serious infection usually caused by eating food contaminated with the bacterium listeria menocytogenes. Uh, Mitocytogenes. I don't know how to say this. An estimated 1,600 people get listeriosis each year, and about 260 die. The infection is most likely to sicken pregnant women and their newborns, adults aged 65 or older, and people with weakened immune systems, the CDC says. The CDC and its food safety alert is due to recalled peaches, nectarines, and plums distributed by HMC Farms. 
In this alert, the public health agency listed 11 illnesses, 10 hospitalizations, and one death across seven states. The states include California, Colorado, Florida, Illinois, Kansas, Michigan, and Ohio. Ugh. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And I, I'm curious, you know, I don't know what the deal is, man. I don't, I, I, my mind goes to, uh, places, conspiratorial places when I hear stuff like this. All right, let's get out of health. But, uh, remember y'all to move, move your bodies, nourish yourself and stay well, especially coming up on the holiday seasons. Um, yeah, especially with the holidays coming up, a lot of people just gorge on sugar and special treats, and that's not good for your immune systems, just so you know. That's that interesting thing, isn't it? Hmm. Holidays and the prevalence of sugary treats. Gotta wonder why. The most important answer any politician has ever given, we're talking about Argentina's president, Javier Malay. He was interviewed by Tucker, if you recall. We're going to watch this clip. Socialism has become uh, ascendant, really, in the United States, as you may have noticed, with the attendant symptoms you described. Massive public debt levels, increasing poverty, disorder, crime, filth, and ugliness. Argentina is at the end stage of that. Argentina is now a poor country because of those policies. What advice would you give to Americans having lived it? Que nunca abracen las ideas del socialismo. Never embrace the ideals of socialism. Que nunca Never allow yourself to be seduced by the siren song de of social justice. Social. No Don't get caught up in that terrible concept that where there is a need, there is a right. Pero que eso but that can't no happen on its own. own. We have to be prepared for this and wage a cultural war every single day. And we have to be careful because they have no problem with getting inside the state and employing Gramsci's techniques, seducing the artists, seducing the culture, seducing the media. Eh, o or meddling in educational content. You need to be very careful. Hay que cut off their funding y hay que and force them into a fair fight. Y al mismo tiempo, At hay the same que time, we have to raise awareness among the business sector de que es that a message masa, that, that the masses Milton are necessary. La, Milton Friedman used to say la that the social role of an entrepreneur is to make money, bueno, but that's not enough. Danza. Part of their investment must include investing in those who defend the ideals of freedom so the socialists can make no further advances. And if they don't do it, they will get into the state and use the state to impose a long-term agenda that will destroy everything it touches. 
Entonces, ahí, digamos, es necesario so un fuerte compromiso de todos los creadores de riqueza para luchar contra el socialismo, contra el estatismo, to fight against statism, entender que si eso no se hace, that if they fail to do so, los socialistas siempre van a seguir intentando. Porque, Because what's the point? ¿cuál es el punto? Como ellos intentan Since vivir de los demás sin trabajar, working, ellos son incansables en buscar esto. Porque su leitmotiv en their la vida life life es vivir de los otros. Entonces ellos no so se deben en, en, este, en este mecanismo de apropiación de de la riqueza y del wealth, dinero o de la generación de ingresos de otro. Entonces, esa batalla so tiene que ser dada de manera permanente. No se puede descansar, porque cuando Because uno descansa, rest, el socialismo avanza. Un gran monólogo ahí sobre el socialismo. La gente está sobre este nuevo presidente. Vamos a ver qué pasa. Hay preocupaciones, pero está diciendo muchas cosas buenas, ¿eh? And onward here. Let's talk a little bit about um, a crazy story coming out of Massachusetts. A Massachusetts high school cancels USA Day. USA Day. Is that Independence Day? Is USA Day Independence Day? Anyway. Massachusetts High School cancels USA Day, citing concerns of being too politicized. Come on. In this time, yes, it's highly, highly politicized. What a better, there's no better time to uh, be patriotic. Testing, testing, uh, testing. Let's get back into it. Sorry, folks. Wellesley High School faculty in the Boston, Massachusetts area put the kibosh on USA Day during its Spirit Week activities due to, due, to, due to concerns that the theme was too political, as reported by Boston 25 News on Saturday. According to the report, Spirit Week at Wellesley High, High is meant to unify the school ahead of their Thanksgiving football game. Students dress up and match each day's theme. Olivia Spagnuolo is a member of the school's student unification program. Each year, the group comes up with a daily theme. Their USA Day theme was quickly shut down. Okay, I see. It was a made-up day, which is great. I think every day people should recognize and be thankful for everything and that includes our country and the people that have made this possible and everything else and uh salute that flag man uh you know we all used to grow up doing that i don't think so that's so much of a thing anymore and uh learning about our country horrible i mean this is just wokeism woke woke wokeism You can't have a USA Day. Somebody might get offended that you're patriotic. There's going to be all these American flags everywhere. Yeah. Do it anyway. If these people, I would just do it anyway. Everybody. Oh, you can't do that. Well, we are going to. And guess what? You could be patriotic any day of the week. Did you know that? Unless you've got school uniforms or some kind of policy at your school. Um, 
you could be patriotic every day, which is a beautiful thing about this country, and they can't stop you. Hey, that's controversial. You have a you American flag on your hat or your shirt or you know whatever. Oh well, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, you're such a snowflake. But this is actually a very beautiful thing if you'd wake the hell up. That's what they could say. We've got Cardi B in the news lately. That's an American rapper and songwriter. And she has been slamming Joe Biden. She says that if something happens to me, it's because I'm speaking the truth. And she's sick of it. And she's talking about how shitty New York is. She's talking about all this different stuff. And it's uh, good. It's good. Yeah, Cardi B, get out there. I hope maybe she's watching. Hey, Cardi, how you doing? Join the social red pill. Hope everything's good. But that's good. We've got celebrities standing up. And they have... Um, they have a following and uh, usually huge ones. So this is going to wake up a lot of people, even though I don't know everything she's saying, but I think she's on the right track. Um, we've got these people on MSNBC scared that uh, Trump's going to come in and arrest everybody. It's hilarious to me. Uh, Morning Joe Quote, in a second term, Trump will imprison. He will execute whoever he is allowed to imprison. Execute. Drive from the country. Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. They're terrified. You know, Trump's not going to go outside the bounds of reason, I tell you. And if uh, somebody was executed, I would assume they've committed some of the most heinous crimes that we've ever witnessed. And that's unfortunate for them. But we need law and order. And uh, if that's the consequence to some action and decided by a court of law, so be it. And it's hilarious that the media is so concerned that it's them. I wonder why. Guilty consciences, maybe? I don't know. Are they realizing, uh-oh. And then, yeah, they might just be realizing they're in for a, a reality check here. Here we go. Trump appointed judge to preside preside over Elon Musk's high profile lawsuit against the far left media matters. So if you didn't hear, Elon Musk is suing far left media matters. All these advertisers are pulling their advertising from X.com. And now a Trump appointed judge will be presiding over the case. Great news for Elon Musk. More lawsuits that could tip the scales in the favor of righteousness, justice, and freedom. Jules Doc says, I doubt Cardi B is on the right track. She is somewhat on the right track. She's calling out the immigration problem in New York. And I think that's the right track. Um, is she a great lady all the way around? I don't think so. Is she uh, well-informed on everything? I don't think so. But I think it's a good starting point for a lot of people who are completely in a slumber. Um, I'm not going to play the video. It's five minutes long. You guys could find it on x.com of her going off. Uh, so uh, some per, uh, I meme, therefore I am, on Twitter wrote... Um, Cardi B has undergone a transformation since her 2020 endorsement of Joe Biden. Many celebrities who support Biden in 2020 are now changing their stance, signaling a shift in the tides. Upon learning about the budget cuts in New York City that will impact various essential agencies, 
including public education, libraries, the police department, and sanitation, she expresses her disdain for Biden, highlighting her concerns that funds are being allocated to wars instead of prioritizing Americans' needs. Biden's presidency is red-pilling his biggest supporter. So I think it's uh, somewhat on the right track, but I understand what you're saying. You, uh, Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with these lawsuits and with the continue continuation of people waking the heck up as things slowly get worse day by day, unfortunately, in some ways. In some ways get worse, in some ways get better, but that's right. New York City is going bankrupt to fund services for undocumented migrants. Uh, Eric Adams came out, came out there, and he's just begging the government to help. He said, D.C. has abandoned us. They need to be paying costs to this national problem. Give me money. Give me money. The federal government needs to fix all my problems in my shitty state. Yeah, that's a great solution. We need communism to fix our problems. More big government. More big government. Anyway. We had a we had an accident uh, with the U.S. Navy P-8A Sidon, Poseidon plane. It overshot the runway, landing in Kanaohe uh, Bay in Hawaii. 2 p.m. Hawaii time yesterday, and the military aircraft is currently floating in the ocean. Uh, everybody on board swam to shore. Just an interesting story. What a terrible thing, overshooting the runway. Hmm. Makes me wonder, but maybe it's just a simple aviation accident. That's my guess. Onward. Um, Adams should definitely be impeached. Uh, Lord Mad Dog, I, I agree. Uh, many of these, I think probably 99.9%, .9 or let's just do all of them. All the politicians need to be impeached, replaced, and uh, we need something better, man. It's a tall order, but U.S. mission to NATO signals Zelensky must sit at negotiating table. Okay. Uh, this is zero hedge. They said, and yet another major indicator and sign that Washington policy has drastically changed after it's become clear that Ukraine's forces won't be able to push back Russia from the front lines. And with most of the Donbass firmly under Russian control, the U.S. mission in NATO has published the following message. Ukraine has Ukraine has taken back more than half its territory seized by Russian Russia's forces since February 2022. In this tough and dynamic battle, Ukraine's soldiers are fighting bravely every single day, and they continue to inspire the world with their bravery and courage. They go on. Uh, we will continue to support them to be in the strongest possible position at the negotiating table when the time comes, the statement says. Hmm. And then, of course, you've got the mainstream media out there admitting that it's been a tragic failure and the things are, aren't going well at all. It's just a lot of this scammy information when it comes to all these wars. So we'll see what goes on. We'll see what happens. I think we have U.S. officials in Ukraine right now so 
I could be wrong on that. I thought I saw something, but here we have not great news for this whole situation. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but um, maybe not good for the cabal. 145 nations support UN General Assembly resolution condemning Israeli settlement activities in occupied Palestinian territory. 145 nations. I don't know if you guys knew this. The UN General Assembly has been meeting often and with countries like Russia and China oftentimes standing up against all of these wars. And it's interesting, and uh, I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but uh, the, the world is turning against the West. A uh, majority of the world is turning against the West, which is quite alarming. Uh, because although I might agree with things from all over the world, I don't trust China, and I don't trust Russia, I don't trust our creepy corrupt government either, so it's quite a peculiar situation we find ourselves in. Hey, Army Rangers, good to see you. We had North Korea launching a spy satellite with ballistic capabilities. South Korea and Japan have threatened military action. Emergency alarms were going off in Japan this morning. It's very interesting. Uh, I think this means that North Korea launched a sat spy satellite. I think ballistic capabilities means that they can launch missiles from the satellite. Am I interpreting this correctly? <clears throat> Which is insane. I don't know if that missile can be stopped. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not a military expert. If anybody knows, I mean... Could uh, Are there missile defense systems that could stop a ballistic missile that has uh, targeted and been fired from space orbit? I don't know, but uh, wild stuff. Onward. Biden says Gaza hostage deal is now very close. Who knows what's going on? We'll see any developments on that. I saw this post by Tony Saruga on X, which has just, he's been posting a lot of fantastic stuff. If you're not following Tony, uh, I've retweeted this and you can find it, but he put out his interpretation of this Gaza situation. I wanted to share it. He said, quote, the major news out of Gaza right now is all about the hospital raid. Last Wednesday, Israeli Defense Forces overran Al Shifa Hospital in Gaza City, claiming it was a housing, claiming it was housing Hamas command. It was a Hamas command center. Since then, Israel has been slowly releasing evidence of Hamas activity in and around the hospital to justify its raid. But if you look at the headlines across different articles, you'll see a concerning pattern. Here are some of those headlines. Israel surrounding second Gaza hospital as babies from Al-Shifa reach Egypt. Another one says, dozens of premature babies evacuated from Gaza to Egypt. Doctors race to save newborns as Israel says it's battling Hamas around Gaza's largest hospital. He continues, 
The news focuses on the danger Israel's offensive is posing to the babies in the hospital. Other articles make mention of other vulnerable populations like women, children, and the elderly. And none of the mainstream articles discuss the danger posed to these populations in the event Hamas was using the hospital in some capacity, even with mounting evidence. Any trained spy can read these headlines and see exactly what is going on. It's not about the babies, the IDF, or Hamas command centers. The media is using a common spy tactic by crafting an emotional narrative that connects factual elements. Let's be clear that this isn't something nefarious. It's not a conspiracy or a brainwashing technique, though it can be used for both. This is a standard process to win user engagement. The narrative they create is made up of smaller pieces of propaganda. Those pieces of propaganda are individually created so that they trigger emotions and the perception of rational thought. Even though it isn't really rational thought because they're actually targeting your cognitive bias. By making, your emotional, uh, by making you emotional through the narrative, they get you to click, read, and share. This is no different than a spy exploding your weaknesses to give you uh, to get you to give up secrets. And it's no different than a politician hammering politician hammering about jobs, immigration, covid and other hot button topics. That's not to say that the babies in Al Shifa hospital aren't deserving of protection. They are. But the media is using their suffering to get you to buy their narrative. A spy could hardly do it better. Andrew Bustamante is a former covert CIA intelligence officer. And I think that's a quote from his perspective there. Andrew Bustamante, and they posted some of that. Uh, that's an interesting take. Uh-huh. Psychological warfare. I think it is. I think that's what it is. So I agree with most of that. Okay, onward. What else do we have going on today? Um, Putin and the BRICS meeting. We have a quote here from Putin today. He says, due to the sabotage of UN decisions, which clearly provide for the creation and peaceful coexistence of two independent and sovereign states, more than one generation of Palestinians has been brought up in an atmosphere of injustice. Reuters has full coverage of this BRICS situation where they discussed some of the Gaza conflict and more. We'll see what comes out of these meetings. Uh, he's called Russia's Vladimir Putin has called on Tuesday for a political solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and said regional states and members of the BRICS group of countries could be involved in efforts to reach a settlement. Wow, we shall see. Oh, hey everybody, please stand by. I'm going to do a quick, just like a 20-second break real quick. Sorry, I apologize. Stand by. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, interruption there. Typically not 
streaming at this time. So, but <clears throat> we're going to continue on with the show now. My apologies. So yeah, we'll see what happens here with uh, bricks coming together and trying to come to a settlement with this whole Israel Palestine thing. Um, of course, <clears throat> Putin blamed this whole crisis on the failure of U.S. diplomacy in the region. <sighs> they want it to escalating. They want ceasefire, all this stuff. So we'll see what happens. No, it wasn't I had to pee, Army Rangers. Not that time. <clears throat> That's what the diapers are for, the red pill diapers. I'm just joking. All right. Breaking South Africa's lawmakers voted to close the Israeli embassy and suspend all diplomatic relations with Israel. Not a good sign. We've been seeing these week after week. So here we go. South Africa. That's part of BRICS, by the way. Just as we see what we just covered, Putin at BRICS, and now South Africa's are closing their Israeli embassy. Not a good sign, folks. But keep our eye on the situation. Finance. Real quick. Let's look at the markets. The markets aren't doing well today. And I think we'll end on finance here. If you guys have any breaking news or anything, you go ahead and put it in the chats or anything like that's fine. But we'll wrap up soon. Looking at the markets, uh, everything's in the red today, except gold has surpassed $2,000 once again, which means uh, the dollar's not doing so hot, probably. Anyway, we've got some interesting stories here. So meme stocks are back on the move again. Uh, investors are going into more speculative investments as uh, things get shaky here. We've got this story, Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy issues a warning ahead of Black Friday. Zero Hedge reported uh, Best Buy. Consumer demand is unpredictable and inconsistent. <laughs> so we could see a terrible, uh, some terrible, terrible, terrible numbers coming out from these companies as they're Uncertain. That's why I called this show uncertainty. Not because of the uncertainty of just the consumer's sentiment and how the market's going to perform, although that is huge and it's part of it. The uncertainty in the financial sector is a big problem because that causes volatility and could lead to a larger issue. But the uncertainty in everything in general from, from all of the different domains that we all often talk about, the uncertainty with uh, the BRICS nations, what they're going to decide to do or what they're going to push for. The uncertainty of our country's political uh, events, right? The election coming up. The uncertainty of what the crazy radical left will be utilized for. The uncertainty of what the cabal in the shadows is going to try to do is, you know, you never know. As they're backed further into this corner, we've got winds happening. We've got lawsuits that could be devastating to their creepy agenda yeah so that's uncertainty there uncertainty of if the sun is going to decide to whip us into the stone age right uh, or the uncertainty that that narrative of the sun hitting us with a solar storm is going to be taken advantage of and uh the scapegoat for an actual a terrorist attack on the world you never know i think about that oftentimes too the uncertainty is great right now so 
we just got to keep doing everything we can uh, with the things that we can control, right? And focus on our health, our family, our well-being, and the well-being of our households, our communities, our towns, our cities, our counties, our states, and eventually, hopefully, the world. We need to get to a better place. And that's what we're working on. So uh, holidays are coming up. Drop those red pills left and right. Wake people up. Have a good time at the same time. You know, try to stay positive and respectful and all that. Got uh, the holidays coming up. I'm excited. And uh, maybe maybe we could red pill a few people this week. Um, thank you all for tuning in. You can join our private social network, socialredpill.com. Holy smokes. We are getting... Oh, my God. What is going on? No way. We are getting so spammed on DLive. What is this? TransLive Matter. TransLive Matters is spamming the shit. Hold on. Please join socialredpill.com. Oh, my God. What? Oh, we are getting attacked. Uh, I got to just end the stream, y'all. I'll be on the social red pill. We'll be live tonight at uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time with the Daily Dose. Um, holy crap. I, I appreciate you all very much. Socialredpill.com, redpills.tv. You can see the description. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.